five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Home podcast, your premier source for everything to do with the Vancouver Titans. I am Chris at Lightforce, the voice you are occasionally able to hear each and every week when you turn into our podcast. This is the first time, however, you'll probably seen my face to go along with the voice, joined virtually by Sam at another Sam Chan and Omni at Omni Strife. Welcome, gentlemen, to our first ever, this is not a joke, broadcast of the RSP podcast. I mean, this could be awesome. This could be awful. All I know is I am stoked. How about you guys? I'm pretty stoked. I thought that working from home usually like brings less pressure. Now I actually have to like get a shower, shave myself a little bit, get the room prepared. Got the new chair uh, in the mail today. So I'm pretty happy. <laughs> One day shipping. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. essential essential employees for real. I realized that looking at your guys' rooms it kind of looks like i'm in the back of a sport check <laughs> you're in the back closet <laughs> of a sport check let's make that very clear uh i'm if you know i'll move my chair a little bit here you can see all sort of the junk uh one of the struggles is i'm currently in our den which is also the storage facility for all the stuff we can't get over get rid of right now because again we're we're in this world of social isolation and, and quarantine um where it's like at least Omni, I'm looking at his space. I mean, he's got his, all his Titan stuff up. Um, we can see out the door now. I mean, the way the camera angles have all moved. So, you know, just in case, you know, anyone decides to walk by, they'll be uh, live on I think air. he's got I'll mood lighting on. I he do. does. I do. Well, he does. He was... do I can do any color, really. Uh, the green, I don't really like how it looks. But <laughs> I think I'd keep it blue. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's funny. You have the mood lighting going. I believe if anyone actually follows the uh, RSP uh, Twitch account here, um, you should see my room blink purple. I mean, mm. presuming I, I set it up correctly, I, I, I wink, wink. Yeah. But uh, again, welcome to those of you who uh, are tuning in for the very first time. Uh, also, uh, for those of you who are listening to our podcast, you're probably confused. What's this talk about a live show? Well, we started promoting it over the course of uh, this weekend, and we decided that, you know, the Vancouver Titans themselves, they haven't played a match since, like, uh, 2017, or at least it feels that way. So what we're looking to do is something a little bit different. So the first thing I did is I, I reached out to the team. I'm like, hey, Alfred, hey, Tim, can I get you on? Talk a little bit about what's going on. I mean, obviously, it's a... Uh, you know, things are changing and they're like, oh, sorry, there's nothing much more we can say outside of the these statements of which we're going to talk about today. More news broke today. Um, and then I was chatting with Omni, I was chatting with Sam, and we decided it was, you know, time to take the masks off. And hopefully you're not, you know, unsubscribing from our podcast right now. But instead, if you're listening and you're not watching, you'll tune in uh, the next time we do it live, which really comes down to whether or not you are listeners, you are viewers, tell us as much. And not only that, I think all we really had to do is to get news breaking on Tuesdays, just live streaming so that like Sh show Jeff, your face. Jeff and Pete can suddenly like don't really have to wait for a podcast to break the news. Now they can do it uh, on the same day. Which, you know what, I, I gave a shout out to Titans Corps that the Titans, you know, shared that statement on a Tuesday, which is, again, the night we normally record. Normally all that news breaks uh, the day after we go live. Um, but to your point, yeah, you know, Jeff and Pete, they did us a solid too, too you know, live streaming. That's That's been the problem. You know, the uh, the episode, though, isn't all about us live streaming. We are going to talk about to the Vancouver Titans. We're going to talk about the Overwatch League. So let me give you a little bit of a rundown of what to expect us to uh to converse about. Uh, the Vancouver Titans did not play this past weekend. We talked about it on the last episode a little bit. This is sort of what we had expected. Well, that's what came to fruition. Uh, I kid you not, like moments after the episode went live. Uh, they don't play for quite some time. We'll talk a little bit about what uh, we think they'll be up to over that period of time. Uh, and then uh, some news about homestands, not only for the Vancouver Titans, but the Overwatch League itself. Add in all the usual conversation that we have about the week that was, the week that will be, and any other news uh, that we can squeeze on in. Uh, but we're going to make this one a fun show, not only for those of you tuning in live right now on all the major broadcast platforms you can possibly find us on, but also for those of you listening to our podcast through those normal means. So 
Without further ado, why don't we get ourselves into the payload? Moving the payload! Join me! Now, for those of you tuning into the podcast, you normally get to hear the whole, you know, moving the payload uh, stuff. But for those of you who watched, you know, hopefully online, you got to hear it too. I'm hoping you heard it too. Uh, again, I'm trying to pay attention to chat uh, as people are talking as well as podcasting. But let's actually talk about what we normally do in uh, in the payload. And that is the Vancouver Titans. Uh, the Vancouver Titans were scheduled to play this weekend um, as we sort of hypothesized, considering we knew they were heading to Korea, we knew they were getting out of Vancouver pretty darn quick, and we didn't figure that uh, they would then play a team that's based in LA on short notice, and yeah, didn't happen. The Vancouver Titans did not play this weekend, uh, neither did the uh, uh, London Spitfire. The New York Excelsior did not play for a variety of of other reasons that we'll talk a little bit about in the fray. But as it stands, because the Vancouver Titans did not play, a friend of the show, Scronine, uh, has pointed out that they have played twice since, uh, was it September? Yeah, pretty much. I think. And, you know, we get to wait a little bit longer because they don't play until April 10, April 11. The Light Force uh, curse lives on. You actually. It's moved on. Yeah. It's moved. It's yeah, it, it evolves. It evolves. I, I thought. We talked about the Light Force curse being about my support of the Toronto Defiant, which again, we're going to talk about in the fray. Mm -hmm. I thought the podcast curse was what was applying to the Vancouver Titans. You keep trying to to give it like a different name, but it's still the same thing to me. (laughs) Multiple curses at play. Um, But uh, as I mentioned, yes, the Titans don't play this weekend. It is another weekend without uh, seeing the likes of uh, Fisher and Stitch, Somansu, Janu, what have you. Um, We don't actually get to see them play until April 10, April 11. And when they do play, the three of us have a big decision to make because they're not playing at times that are all that conducive uh, to those of us who, one, live in North America, but the three of us who happen to live in the West Coast in the metropolitan Vancouver area. Um, So I'm going to ask you this. Are you going to stay up late to watch the Titans and go to bed? Are you going to wake up sort of midway through an evening, watch the Titans, go back to bed? Or are you going to do what Sam does and just ask us for the cool notes? (laughs) I will 100% get up. Uh, the game that's due to be played at 3 a.m., maybe I'll just get up later. For the one that's that's going to be played at 1 a.m., I'll definitely going to get up and piss off my neighbors. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> hey, to be fair, sometimes I don't ask for the Coles notes. I write the story when the game is in the air. <laughs> so no matter if they win or lose, I've got a story ready. Yeah. I, you know... I don't know what I will do. Uh, one of the things that uh, I have to deal with that the two of you don't quite yet uh, is the little one that uh, is, is around. She actually uh, sleeps in, in uh, our bedroom. Where it's Again, it's a one-bedroom condominium I live in. There's all a lot of space. So if I get up, there is the possibility that my little one will also wake up, which is then problematic. So I, I may stay up late. But see, the challenge is I could probably pull that for a 1 a.m., match yeah but like a 3 a.m i I, i'm an old man i i don't know how i'm gonna do this three is tough but you can use this as an exercise to teach her you know this is what happens if you stay up late cramming for an exam (laughs) that's why you got to study ahead of time you got to get it in early i don't know i kind of survived just waiting for the last day (laughs) yeah You, you know I will figure that out as as I go. I, I'm curious what uh, you, our listeners, and, and those of you viewing right now are going to do. Are you going to be, you know, staying up late? Are you going to get up early? Are you going to watch the, the VOD? I mean, the benefit of it being on YouTube now and YouTube gaming is the fact that uh, we can watch the VOD after the after the fact, but uh, without issues. I, I found Twitch to be a little little janky. Or but, you could uh, spend your time watching NBA players play Warzone. Sure, I'll pass that. <laughs> I mean, completely off the rails here. I just want to point out, Sam, that I went to your your Twitch channel and you were streaming to a game called Warzone and uh, not Call of Duty <clears throat> Warzone. So you weren't the only one, however. There are a ton of people who've typed in Warzone is the game that they were playing on Twitch. Um, My surprise wrong. isn't that I got the wrong name. My surprise is that you logged in. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I find it. I was doing a little planning for our stream here. I wanted to ensure I had everything right. So I checked your channel out and I noticed that. Anywho, 
back on the rails. Um, so the Vancouver Titans don't play this weekend. They'll be playing next weekend. So we have some time to, to get ready for that. And we will talk, and hopefully without any further craziness changes happening to the, the Overwatch League, actually get to give you a preview. And then not only that, have that preview come true. I mean, my camera's doing some funky things. It doesn't like my hands up there, me and a hand talker. But the other big news that broke today, um, the Vancouver Titans, as well as the rest of the Overwatch League, um, have canceled uh, their lot. Well, not live events, but the in-person homestand events uh, through the regular season. So, whether you're a Titans fan or not, you're not going to a homestand between now and week 27, unless something changes again, which I guess is possible. But the Overwatch League has gotten ahead of this. They've decided we're just logistically not going to be able to make this happen, and I think it is a smart decision, uh, considering how. You know, just here in in the the province of BC, our premier had talked about uh, you know the requirement for social distancing and isolation taking place not only for another week or two, but for potentially through the end of uh, April and into May. Um, I know the province of Ontario has canceled live events uh, through to the end of June. Um, and we're going to probably see a lot of that in other jurisdictions throughout the United States, throughout to Europe. Not entirely sure how things will sort of play out in Asia, but you know, from a logistical perspective, the amount of money that is spent preparing for the event um, is now, you know, saved. There is some money, unfortunately, you won't get a, get back. But from an organizational perspective, I totally get it. Um, just to to you know, read the the statement here that the the Titans put out. It was Tim Holloway, uh, who you've heard on on this show, and we'll try to get to on uh, uh, in an episode or two just to talk a little more about it. But uh, it goes on to say that while the uh, outcome and the cancellation of both the May and July homestands was disappointing, uh, the health and safety of all our fans, players, staff, and guests is paramount, and uh, we fully support the decision. And again, the decision being the cancellation with the Overwatch League. Now, for those of you who have tickets to the May homestand, you will have those. Uh, tickets refunded to you to your original form of payment through whichever processing uh, platform you happen to pick them up through. I'm going to guess it was Ticketmaster Online, but if there was some of you that actually went down to the ticket office at Rogers Arena and bought those tickets in person, you'll need to go back down there to get your refund. Anyhow, thoughts on uh, the cancellation of the homestands? I was just thinking about getting a new keyboard so that... uh... (laughs) refund will come in handy uh but seriously uh it feels better to actually just take off the band-aids so to speak we already talked about how we we're we're probably not going to see the titans play in vancouver this year we all knew that this thing is going to be more prolonged than originally uh planned and i'm i'm i for one am tired of having to update our spreadsheet every week for the (laughs) bazillionth time so uh yeah let's be done with it we all knew it was coming. Better put all those resources that you just talked about into supporting, you know, the teams and, and production. And uh, yeah, we are lucky to just have the games and and having the product. I mean, imagine if you could have that done in traditional sports. Well, they can, but we have that privilege. So I'm just happy to see the games back. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely going to be disappointment. We've been talking about yeah. this, what, for pretty much since the beginning inaugural season of the Titans. So there's <laughs> definitely going to be disappointment all around. Um, but, like, I guess I'm a little disappointed Titans didn't call it sooner. They waited for the league to kind of shut it down. Uh, they could have gotten proactive and in front of this, but they decided to kind of just wait for, for Al. And it's, it's not a huge deal, but uh, we are where we are now. And now I think we get a little more more consistency. We know all the games are going to be online. We know around what time the games are going to be around and, and we can kind of just stop talking about, is this canceled? Is this going? Um, the uncertainty that we've been living with for the last basically two months in terms of our stuff, I think it's going to stabilize a little bit, but uh, I think we're going to mention in just a sec, the, the playoffs and grand finals and all that kind of stuff is to be determined. Yeah. And I figured we would talk about that uh, more detail in the fray, but the, uh, Point that you raised about the Vancouver Titans, you know, waiting until I'll make the de- owl made the decision. I, I want to maybe give them some benefit of the doubt that the you know, Overwatch League itself was the one who gets to make the decision. It could be that the Vancouver mm-hmm. Titans were able to influence as far as an organization is concerned, but ultimately the actual decision happening. I'm positive, uh, you know, it's Pete Vestelica and team that uh, that got to make that call. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And speaking of save <clears throat> dollars. 
something that wasn't in the show notes is that we can now buy Vancouver Titans jerseys if you have 120 USD dollars to spare, plus shipping, plus waiting, plus customs, plus COVID wipes, plus <laughs> who plus knows what fanatics. Plus fanatics, probably <laughs> and most likely getting your number or name wrong or both. Are you going to buy the the Jayhong jersey for was it number 41? Yeah, so that's the thing is Jayhong still to this date. I, I linked something if you're in our RSP court. If you're not, what are you doing, man? Um, but I linked uh, in one of the streams that he showed off his jerseys and it's still his the wrong number. And he mentions it's the wrong number in Korean, I believe. My Korean is non-existent. Um, but um, he does like the jerseys. But that means mm-hmm. that Jayhong himself doesn't have the right jerseys. So I don't see any way where we as peasants can get the right jerseys. <laughs> Um, you can make a custom jersey for like another extra 15 bucks but it seems kind of ironic to make a custom jersey of a of a team member so i i don't know i'm torn it's the second year now that i've had my wallet in my hands ready to go (laughs) and then i see this post on on reddit on competitive overwatch with exist jersey i believe Mm-hmm. And that name they spelled is, it completely wrong. Name it's three characters. How many characters does Yu <laughs> Jae-hong have in his name? So, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I, I hadn't really thought about this. So, first of all, as a Canadian, we're in a tough spot. We're already paying an exchange rate on those jerseys. It's a premium price for us. It's a lot of money. We have to pay for shipping. We have to pay for handling. We have to pay for duty. We have to pay for customs. We have to pay all, all these additional costs. And now the, you got to pay for the Lysol spray, man. That's like another six bills. No, you can't get Lysol spray. Spray. I mean, in fact, maybe if Fanatics was smart, they'd start offering you know complimentary <laughs> toilet paper and then sales three months which, later, you know, rock it out. Um, I wouldn't risk it with Fanatics. <laughs> the work, the workaround that we used to have. For those of us in, in Metro Vancouver, we could actually have it shipped to, you know, somewhere in Blaine, somewhere in Point Roberts, which is just across the board in Washington State, run down there, pay a few bucks, pick it up. We can't do that anymore. Um, we can't cross the border and go grab that type of stuff because it's not uh, medical supply. It's, you know, not essential. So therefore we are... Mm-hmm. Uh, we're done. And if, if we could, by crossing the border, we then have to quarantine ourselves by law for two weeks. I'm not entirely sure grabbing a, a Titans jersey in the United States right now just to avoid the, the shipping, the duty, and all that makes sense. And I, I hate to say it. I want I want a Titans jersey. You'll notice I'm wearing just an Under Armour tee because I didn't have any Titans wear to wear. And fortunately, well, okay, yeah, you've got a shirt. And in fact, is that one of the OG shirts that... Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. My shirt's in the back somewhere. So for those of you who are new to the Vancouver Titans, the OG um, you know, shirts and, and merch that they had before everything went full on Fanatics, it's good quality stuff. Unfortunately, the, the transition of Fanatics, we have seen some hiccups, speed bumps, and other such hmm. uh, issues. Shenanigans. Yeah, shenanigans. <laughs> Oh, well, plus, yeah, you'll get a Jaehong jersey misspelled with number 42 or whatever it is. Well, they're selling the ones with number six on it. So Mm -hmm. on the website. Yeah. I mean, they're nice looking jerseys. Yeah. So so I'm torn. Maybe maybe this week we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Spending all that hard-earned money on something just yeah, to get Yeah, pandemic money on, on the wrong jersey just doesn't seem right right <laughs> how, now. How Sorry. much was it? Like $2,000 from uh, Mr. Trudeau? Uh, <laughs> that could go into... Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly, yes. The the money that's supposed to keep you, you know... <laughs> Afloat. Uh, alive. Alive with food in your fridge and your mortgage paid or whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, honey. We're going to have to starve. But what do you think of my Jaehong jersey? It's phenomenal. It's from Staple, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I I do need to point out, I'm not devoid of Titans merch. I have my exclusive Vancouver Titans Froster Cup from Circle K. That goes well, matching the Erotsi gaming chair. (laughs) So I I just want to point out, this is not an ad. We're not being paid to influence. In fact... um, you know, we'd love it, but <laughs> as you can see, that's a real Orozzi, uh gaming chair. In case anyone from Orozzi is watching, um, these are gaming chairs, but they're not Orozzi, and We understand that they're they're much better. Um, 
So the question that actually just came in uh, for the live stream chat, for those of you who are listening, I did drink out of a, a, a Circle K Froster cup. It is the full team. It is not just a bumper cup. Um, it is the full team. It has bumper on it. In fact, it has, you know, repel and... Uh, repel? They yeah. got repel on the cups? Is there, is there repel on the cup here? For real? Uh, oh, no, shout out to not, our boy no, Repel, man. No, no Repel, but it does have Hurig. Hurig. Oh, repel. Yeah, oh, repel. Got both. Yeah, huh. no, it's on it's on the collector's edition. Whoa, look at that. It finally turned purple. Those of you who don't listen are listening. Nice. You see it happening. Wait, why um, why did your lights turn purple? Is this like an eight o'clock thing? No, this is if someone actually follows us. It's only taking like, you know, seven, ten minutes or whatever for the lights to start <laughs> oh, blinking. Cool. Um, but now it looks like they're going to actually stay purple. Let me try and match that too. Uh-huh. Yeah, this, again, we got, we got like, you know, best mm-hmm. live stream ever. I, I, um, <laughs> and that's just the first one. So imagine. Yeah. I just Are, have regular people lights. So, so that's good. Hell? Looks like you found gold just now. I did, didn't I? There we go. Okay, much better. Very Turn nice that down. Time. I was just trying to get the purple off. Anyhow, uh, you know what? Uh, we've had a lot of hijinks here in uh, the payload. So we're going to take a short break before we go into the fray. For those of you who are listening in, you got to hear what you normally got to hear. I got to hear it. Those who are watching on the stream, you got to hear it. Sam and Omni did not. We're just sitting here like fools. (laughs) Usually the break is actually a lot shorter than this. Or Uh, I actually go, yo, it's time to take a piss. But but this was neither here nor there. You couldn't Uh, couldn't know like how... Is it safe to, to, to start talking or not? I'm not sure. Yeah, like, do I pick my nose? Like, what's going on? I could yeah, do well, something I mean, like... You, you could. Maybe. It'll be clipped. I could yeah. log in and play some tw- tiny Overwatch games in the meantime. <laughs> uh, well, in the fray, which uh, for those of you who normally listen to us, you come to expect that we're going to talk a little bit about the Overwatch League, Overwatch, all sorts of other odds and ends. For those of you who are tuning in live <laughs> on whatever you know streaming platform you're watching us on, and this might be the first time you've seen us, uh, that is what we're going to do. So let's talk a little bit about the week that was uh, in the Overwatch League. So uh, Omni here puts together our uh, spreadsheet of Stats. And I'm just going to quickly run through. Uh, on Saturday, we had uh, the Shanghai Dragons beat the Guangzhou Charge 3-0. We had the Hangzhou Spark beat the Shengdu Hunters 3-2. We had the Toronto Defiant, not cursed because they beat the Boston Uprising 3-1. You had the Seoul Dynasty beat the LA Valiant 3-0. And you had the LA Gladiators beat the San Francisco Shock 3-1. Continuing on to Sunday... We had the Chengdu Hunters beat the Shanghai Dragons 3-0. We had the Guangzhou Charge beat the Hangzhou Spark 3-2. We had the Atlanta Rain beat the Florida Mayhem 3-0. We had the Seoul Dynasty 3-0, the LA Gladiators. And then you had SpongeBob SquarePants himself push the LA Valiant through 3-1 against the San Francisco Shock. So with all that out of the way, that was a crazy weekend. I mean, again, we didn't know exactly what to expect. Yeah. Um, there were a number of teams that we had yet to see this season. We had a number of teams that hadn't played a whole lot this season. And yet I would have never in a million years expected the San Francisco shot to lose twice, (laughs) not only against the gladiators, which you could say, okay, no, the glads have shown, I mean, in the match against the Vancouver Titans, the Titans were successful, but the gladiators were able to perform, but then they lost to the Valiant, and they lost to the, the Valiant. And again, I'm just looking at that that one, or those two matches, the San Francisco Shock side, but there were quite a few, you know, crazy matches taking place. Yeah, I, I mean, it's so good to have Overwatch back. We, we waited for so long. It reminded me of that meme with Gordon Ramsay. Mm, delicious, finally some good food. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Let's just start going through it. I mean... 
I'm still happy about hero bands, so let's get that out of the way. We got plenty of uh, games of diverse metas. So Chinese teams are pretty entertaining as well. Uh, lots of fresh looks in, in that side as well. Well, they're they're, pl they're playing a completely different meta. Yeah, it's, they're playing the rock, paper, scissors because Shanghai <laughs> beat Guangzhou. Guangzhou beat the Spark. Spark beat Chengdu. And Chengdu just destroyed Shanghai. So what the hell is going on there? Hopefully, when the Titans come come over that side, we'll bring a huge gun to that uh, rock, paper, scissors uh, game of theirs. Uh, Profit is still pretty good. That kid can play Overwatch <laughs> pretty well. Um, Glads versus Dynasty, I think, was uh, pretty interesting because they ha actually had, to, to my point, of, of the hero bands. For, mm -hmm. the, for most of the game, they had 12 different heroes. You had like McCree, May versus Doom and Tracer, Orisa and Sigma versus Ryan and Zarya. And finally, Baptiste and Zen versus Brigana. So you had that weird, I don't know if you call it even like a dive meta with, well, I guess you do with Tracer and uh, Doom there against that uh, Death Ball composition that you saw from the Glads. And to your point of Toronto not being cursed anymore, I don't think they're fully unleashed from the clutches of the Light Force curse because I feel like Boston's curse is probably a bit stronger than yours. About Boston I'm, is I'm a curse. Gonna, I'm not going to talk more about that. You guys know what I'm <laughs> referring to. Do the research on your own. Um, yeah. What else did we have? Atlanta Rain is better than Florida, but that's pretty boring to talk about because we all knew that. And um, the Shock are officially the worst team in California. I mean, they lost to the Valiant and the Glads, right? So they are now <laughs> the worst team's team. Like, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, I would have been less worried about the shock if it was kind of like a, a close match and i guess the second match they played against the valiant was a pretty uh, a bit closer mm -hmm. it got just destroyed by the gladiators and they didn't they didn't look good they didn't look good at all and i think when we tried to nip tick when we did our power rankings what could be like the downfall of the shock i'm not sure who, who said that but at the end of the day, like you cannot play all twelve, uh, you know, uh, players they have. So sometimes in that juggle of of the depth of, of of a team that they have, you might you might encounter some issues. And we already get some whiffs and, and rumors about Rascal uh, well, being traded, but we don't know about that yet. Coming to Vancouver confirmed. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, via you know Seoul because that's where Vancouver happens mm. to be. Uh, I watched the the Glad's shock match. And I found it odd that what we saw from the shock was essentially, you know, sort of their goats lineup. Um, yeah. And until Volskaya, it really wasn't working. And even then um, on Volskaya, where it looked to me that they were actually going to start to turn the tide. They, I don't, well, I don't know if it's so much that they struggled um, or the Glads just uh, decided to wall up. Um, but that draw, you could almost see that the, the shock were like, oh my God, yeah. we're done. Like we, you know, it, it took what, what momentum they had actually started to put together. It just took it completely away. And then, uh, you know, subsequently gladiators, um, you know, win the, the, uh, the control next. So. Well, the weird part to me was like, it, like if you strip away the fact of the shock factor, yes, pun intended, and and you pretended it wasn't San Francisco versus LA, and it was like I don't know Boston versus Dallas Feel or something like that, and we pretended mm -hmm. it was those two names. Like it wasn't that interesting for me to watch. Like yeah. I watched and I paid close attention because I wanted to see the shock fail, but <laughs> like when you take that away, like it, it didn't really feel that close. Like I was a little surprised that that mirror outplayed on the on the Doom battle that that bad. Um, cause architect from my memory is a, is a pretty decent doom. Um, but it, I don't, I don't know what's up with the shock. It was like a completely different team than when they played on land in the first, who did they play in the first map of the season? That was like ages ago, but like they looked insane. Uh, uh, let me, uh, look at that Dallas. Well, it was Dallas. It was Dallas, but, yeah. but like, but Dallas gave them like, you know, good yeah. run for their money. Like it was a great, it was an exciting game. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was just really strange to see them like this. <laughs> I just looked at the that spreadsheet of stats that uh, <laughs> Life Force re referred to, and the stats are just the scores. Um, but 
to me, like what you said is is resonating with with what I think is like that they do have depth and a ton of talent, but they're not really maybe as flexible as you wanted to be because you have the issue with with uh, for example against the Glads, they had the super at one point who can't really play ball, and then you got to flex them out. Then they brought in uh, uh you know they brought in uh, Sinatra to play on the Zarya, and they brought in Smurf. On the other hand, you had Glads who just ran their thing. They had Rain who played. Uh, obviously, uh, the Doomfist, but they had Birdring who played really well. But they got up outplayed uh, mostly in the tank uh, tank uh, uh, matchup because OGE and, and Space could play anything, and they played really, mm-hmm. really well. So they didn't really have to make those weird adjustments and like, okay, what map are we doing right now? Oh, should we put Sinatra on 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 uh, the you know Zarya? And and now with Rolock, you can't just like, okay. Let's try and put Sinatra on, on on Tracer for a while. You can't do that anymore. So it, it brings up a lot of uh, weird uh, like Rubik's Cube situation. Like how do you play around with this uh, uh, talent really? Well, so to the point of the shock though, and we sort of saw this sort of manifest itself on Sunday. You got Choi Elden on the, on the bench. You know, you're losing the Doom fight. Yeah. Why not bring, you know, through substitution... Choi into the uh, off tank position, move your you know Sinatra over to you know DPS so he can play Doom or and you know that will help. But I, I guess the counterpoint to that is what is the uh, variety of DPS characters that Sinatra can play compared to the likes of an Architect? Like you're you're if you're all in on Doom, you know going full Chipsa here, and no problem, <laughs> but. You know, I guess the counter is that, oh, well, look what happened. And then, you know, you look at what the gladiators were able to do and, and, and ultimately what the Valiant were able to do as well is, is, is more easily adapt. Yeah. Any yeah. other matches that you wanted Just, to talk about there before we move on to the week that will be? Florida Mayhem versus Astana, right? Well, not really. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Come <So>, on. <laughs> the week that will be. First and foremost, um, Thanks to uh, Zoe's cat, uh, I, I'm still blown away that that that's how locks occur. Um, Wrecking Ball, McCree, May, and Brigida are all banned. Now the May ban is probably the one that's being celebrated the most out of the 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 lineup there. But with those four band, that takes us into the uh, the weekend, and what we're going to be seeing from uh, from the league for our uh, our week. And again, this is kicking off on Saturday at one a.m. Pacific. That's where we happen to be, so that's the time that we start off. Uh, you've got the Shanghai Dragons uh, versus the Hangzhou Spark, the Chengdu Hunters versus the Guangzhou Charge, the Toronto Defiant versus the Washington Justice. You've got the Gladiators, the Los Angeles Gladiators versus the Dallas Fuel, the Los Angeles Valiant taking on the Shock again. Uh, because we need uh, lots of variety there. Mm-hmm. And then going over to Sunday, again, kicking off at 1 a.m. Pacific, Chengdu Hunters versus the Shanghai Dragons, the uh, Guangzhou Charge versus the Hongzhou Spark, Houston Outlaws versus the Paris Eternal, the Philadelphia Fusion versus the Washington Justice, and the Dallas Fuel versus the LA Valiant. Now, as far as the matches to watch, uh, I only selected one, and that has more to do with because uh, me getting up to watch. Um I'm not going to tell you to go watch a match that I won't. Uh, but I said to watch the LA Valiant to San Francisco Shock oh, match. Yeah. Like, I'm genuinely curious how this will go down. One, will the Shock come back and, and show that last weekend was just an aberration? Or is there an issue here? Uh, Omni, you said that's also the match to watch. Sam goes off the board, says he wants to watch Shanghai Dragons, Hangzhou Spark. So I expect that Sam will. Maybe. It's at what? 4 a.m., 1 a.m., 1 a.m., 3 a.m. We'll see. Yeah, just stay up all night. You'll get. You'll eventually see it. Uh, and then on Sunday, I did not choose a match because I'm just going to take that day off because I'm lazy. Uh, but Omni, you said to watch the Houston Outlaws versus the Paris mm-hmm. Eternal, and Sam, you said Dallas Fuel Alley Valiant. Toilet bowl time. Why Valiant are pretty good though. I like the Valiant. KSP well, is so good right now. Fuel almost beat the Shock. That's True. The well, thing. Mm-hmm. I guess um, almost Windsor or, you know, just deserve now thinking about this prior weekend and about, uh, uh, KSP's performance. I, we did mention profit, but uh, when you asked about like games that I wanted to discuss, 
I don't want to discuss the games, but Seoul is looking really, really strong. I just felt like I had to put it out there. Uh, that, That's like, true. They they beat all the teams handedly. They look amazing right now. I mean, you look at so reinforced came out with his power rankings. He has the Titans at the top. If the Titans were number two, because the dynasty were ahead of them, I don't know many people that would argue. In fact, those that would would be like, oh well, you know, this team and that team players match up, matter what have you. Well, we haven't seen them play, and ultimately the Vancouver Titans, they haven't played. I mean, in my mind, yes, the Vancouver Titans uh, are undefeated. Great, but that doesn't mean squat considering what we've seen today. You know, it's the the, the showing what you've done lately. Yeah, unfortunately, when they did the hero bands, uh, I was hoping to see the Titans play next uh, weekend because I think like it's going to be Soldier Tracer again, which we, I think, are capable of playing. But not only that, you're going to see Ryan and Diva, which I think is the best uh, option for Fisher and John to play on. But unfortunately, we don't have that now. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Anna and Lucio, bread and butter for our slime and Twilight. But uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have to wait. Um Pretty much it. I mean, I'm looking forward to Paris and Houston, which I didn't really address yet, but these two teams seem to be on a upwards trajectory, so to speak. They used to be that uh, weird matchup that I didn't really care about, and now they look better. Especially Paris is looking pretty strong. Is Houston's break already over? I thought they were supposed to have this long break. Well, with the schedule, well, we did have a huge break just because of all the- <laughs> I was going to say, why, why would Houston have a long break? Like, no, after can- after they won that first two games, they were like, yo, we're not going to play for like a month. I so guess it's been a month. It's just because you're not watching games. You're like, are they playing? Are they not? For me, it's, it felt like an eternity. <laughs> I mean, I let's be honest here. I'm never staying up late at night thinking, oh, did Houston play? This has not happened once in my life. Sorry, guys. Uh- <laughs> Well, they got Rappel now, so you, you got to follow. Does he play? <laughs> yeah, he does. He does uh, quite often. More than he played on mm-hmm. the Titans, for sure. Yeah. The um, reason I didn't pick a Sunday match, because I, I for me, it would have been uh, one of the, the matches out of Asia. It's just, unfortunately, at a crazy hour. And if it's not the Titans, I'm not even going to contemplate staying up or, or, or getting up. Um, my, this whole body just can't handle it. What are you guys going to talk about if I just don't don't show up for like next episode? Basketball, well, Sam, Sam. Okay, heck no. We're not going to talk about basketball while I'm here. Um, well, music, movies. I don't know. Sam what? and I. Could oh yeah, what movies have you watched lately? Oh, I've watched a ton. I, I have not watched Letter- any. You know, Letterboxd. I've I've just discovered this website, and I'm going decade by decade every film that we didn't see, like a good one that we didn't see. It's amazing. Yeah, way to take it off rails. Um, <laughs> You'll probably notice that the New York Excelsior aren't involved, and that's because they've withdrawn from the Overwatch League for the time being. The ultimate sandbagging move. Just don't play. (laughs) Now, the reason behind this is that the New York Excelsior um, are ultimately in disparate places. The state of New York has like gone to full shelter in place, similar to what's going on in California. But logistically... Uh, NYXL had not set their players up in such a fashion that they could effectively game uh, through, you know, online play in whatever disparate locations they're all set up. I, whether it's a gear issue, whether it's an infrastructure issue, whether it's a player location, logistical issue, that remains unknown. Uh, but they actually shared a tweet that they have withdrawn from the Overwatch League, which, quite frankly... Like, I don't know how you recover from that. I, I didn't know that you could do that. Well, it, <clears throat> I mean, at crazy times, obviously, with the coronavirus right. COVID-19 disease, <clears throat> I mean, that, but it, it if NYXL does, let's say, come back at some point, do they suddenly play, like, pretty much, you know, three matches on every Saturday to catch up to the, you know, the rest of, of the teams? I know there's still quite a few weeks to go. I mean, we're we're looking at, uh, what, 18 more weeks of potential matchups before Maybe. we get into the playoffs? Yeah. So I guess it's it's possible, and, and they were able to play quite a few before things really, you know, got uh, turned upside down. But, yeah, NYXL is is essentially done for the, the time being. So I apologize for all of you Excelsior fans. Um, if you need someone to support the Vancouver Titans if and when they play another match with more than 
happy to have you come on the, the bandwagon. We're also blue, so yeah. It's easy. The, the other team uh, that's uh, shaking things up is the uh, Soul Dynasty. So it uh, came out on Twitter today. Now, I'm a little skeptical from a timeline perspective, but the schedule seems to support it. The Soul Dynasty are leaving the uh, state of California and heading back to Korea. And with that team making that change, that then adds another uh, team in sort of this new, was it Eastern Pacific? I mean, Asia Western Pacific, Asia Pacific. Like, I don't know how they're going to change these divisions and conferences, but you have another team going over and to, to sort of bump the numbers up. Uh, you already have the London Spitfire there. The Vancouver Titans are there. Uh, you've got obviously the, the other Asian teams that are there. It's one less team on the West coast. So does that mean that we're now going to see uh, Houston shift over in like, I mean, who knows? Uh, all we know is that the Overwatch League has released a schedule for this upcoming weekend. They've released a schedule for the following weekend, week 10, and we know nothing beyond that. So we will make sure to update you when we learn, uh, whether it be through social or through uh, a future <laughs> podcast episode, or possibly if we live stream this again, maybe here on Twitch, Facebook, Mixer, Periscope, I don't know. <laughs> Periscope. Justin TV still existed. We'd be on that too, even though I know it's Twitch. On your teletext? Yes, it's totally teletext. <laughs> I was going to say, Soul is really copying the Titan strategy. If you just keep moving from place to place, we can stay undefeated. <laughs> so. That's it's big brain, big brain thinking. I like where they're going. The, uh, where are they going? <laughs> and when they're going to stop? Yeah, nobody knows. The other item that's taking place in the world of Overwatch, not so much the Overwatch League, but Overwatch itself, is uh, Echo has uh, been adjusted already, but has now moved into full PTR. Uh, voice lines are there. Uh, Overwatch is promoting Echo skins, uh, which I don't recall them doing that for a hero going into the PTR. It's like a moth skin. They that, did. Uh, yeah, I didn't see. Oh yeah, they, they shared a tweet today. It's like a, a moth skin and, uh, oh, Echo now in the PTR. <clears throat> um, so that leads me to believe that she's pretty close to, to being pushed to live, which, I don't know, maybe next week? Maybe two weeks from now? Hard to say. Um, she's also going to be oh, that's nice. the last hero... In the game of Overwatch as we know it, um, there should be no new heroes until Overwatch 2 were to come out, presuming there's new heroes in Overwatch 2. But uh, I'm going to put money down, and I'm going to suggest that Overwatch 2 could be here um, by the holidays. And when I say holidays, I'm talking you know the sort of November, December uh, months, uh, which... You know, obviously things are up in the air with, with everything that's going on in the world today. But if it were to occur, that means there's a whole lot of gaming going on. You've got the new PlayStation console, which is still aiming to be out for holiday season. I know Microsoft is looking to push out to the new Xbox uh, around the same time. <clears throat> and being that you have new consoles, uh, wouldn't you want to have a new game come out when there's all this gaming hype and try to be that game that you need to get on, on all your consoles as well as your PC, I'm not knocking, you know, us PC players. I was actually going to go the other way on this, so I, I guess I'm taking that bet. We'll have to decide what what mm -hmm. we're playing for, but I actually think that Overwatch Two isn't going to come out this year at all. Well, um, and then that that's okay. my my thought train thought of that train of thought. How I speak, yes, train of thought is is that because like like everybody's productivity is now delayed. And, and honestly speaking at BlizzCon, I felt a little bit forced that they were showing that it wasn't even a beta. It was like an alpha version of one of their maps at Overwatch 2. That now they are full. Yeah, like now now they have full excuses to just extend it beyond this year and go, oh, we're going to just take a couple of months longer because we were delayed by COVID, blah, 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 blah. Uh, not blah, 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 but it's, it's, it's a solid reason. Um, and now they're going to push it back because I think there was momentum dying off of Overwatch and Overwatch 2 was kind of this kind of injection that, of right. hope. And that's why they needed to put it at BlizzCon last year. But it didn't, to me, it didn't look anywhere ready. They only had like six characters you could use. Like they were using like Helvetica fonts left, right, and center. Mm -hmm. it, it, it just didn't seem polished. So, so I don't know. That, that, that's, that's, my, that's my theory, but yours is also valid. So we're going to well, have to take this up. 
and I, you know what, maybe we do need to put, you know, something on the line, but the, the position that I was in prior to sort of seeing things sort of fall into place over the course of the past week, uh, was very similar to you. I mean, we think back to, uh, to BlizzCon and when asked, oh, how close are we? And we're, we're not soon. We're not even like Overwatch soon or Blizzard soon, which is, you know, already long in itself. But then if we were to consider that Echo is the last hero to be released, it's possible we might see a new map, I guess. But mm. can the game itself survive a content void for that length of time? Yeah, I'm leaning more towards uh, you, Chris. I, uh, Despite that beautiful big old two in the logo, Overwatch 2 is essentially a big glossy re- painted game so i don't think it's uh they don't need to reinvent the wheel they just need to bring in a, a bunch of uh, new content and nice uh, lighting effects so the game was done for a while it's just that ad- those additions that they need to implement and and incorporate the net code and all that stuff sorted out and i'm sure that they're already playing pl- play testing it for months it's just a matter of how much content are they willing to push out with the game? Because I know that like the rumor was that they're gonna push out like either four new characters with Overwatch 2 and a bunch of new maps and all that uh, uh, PVE content. So uh, Overwatch is really in dire need for for that you know injection, like you said. So I'm I'm they need to come out with it sooner rather than later. And I think uh, it's going to be aligned with the holiday season too. It's going to be very close to 2021. My bet is on the end of 2020. Or we're all talking about Valorant this time next year. Which Valorant servers are going live right now. Um, In fact, there's a lot of content creators who are saying a lot of the same things. um, Similar on Twitter sort of pointed it out. He's not the only one, but... uh, had a chance to see this looks real cool plan to share more about this in mm-hmm. the near future. Um, so the reason I, I mention this is that uh, we have seen this done before. Like uh, apex Legends is a great example where almost every major content creator out there uh, was playing this game leading up to its launch and it just launched suddenly. And then after a period of time, a pretty defined period of time went by, all these content creators went back to their other titles, whether it's right. Fortnite, Battle Royale, um, you know, Overwatch, what have you. And that was because uh, EA ponied up a little coin to make that uh, that magic take place. Could Valorant doing doing something similar? Very well could be. And I'm not trying to take anything away from you. I've not seen enough of it yet. Um, but, uh, you know, if I'm... Activision Blizzard, I'm paying close attention uh, to what, uh, you know, Valorant might be. I mean, if it is the blend of what we know with Overwatch, with sort of a a gameplay style more akin to, you know, CS, I think there's still space for for Overwatch. And they're not, at that point, you know, true competitors in the sense. Tell you what, here's what I'll propose. If Overwatch 2 comes out, before the end of this calendar year, I will do an entire podcast dedicated to the Defiant. I will watch their games, I will review their plays, and I will make uh, pleasant comments. I hope our friends from CA Overwatch are currently watching this right now live. We're tuning into this episode after the fact to hear you say that. Just clip it. If anyone's in chat, just clip it. But if it doesn't come out this year, we are going to do an entire episode dedicated to basketball. And you're gonna have to have watched the game. Yeah, yeah, win-win for me. I'm good. We're gonna have to watch the games, just like we run through these matches. We're gonna run through the Knights games, and you're gonna have to comment on it. Uh, fine. fine. So, so That's... maybe that will be a bonus episode. Presuming we're back to normal life and we have regularly yeah. scheduled Titans, we'll we'll fit that in. So, so this is gonna be a long-term bet. Okay, I, I will I will agree to that bet, and I do hope that someone who's watching is is clipping that right now so that we have it saved for for posterity. Well, if Overwatch 2 just is, or if we're waiting too long for it, they're just going to drop the hat and announce Overwatch 3 and we're good to go. Yeah. I'm still waiting for, uh, what's that StarCraft game? Ghost? Oh. Ghost? <laughs> yeah. Continue waiting, Sam. Continue waiting. I got a pre-order, man. Yeah. 
Well, here we are wrapping up uh, our usual episode. So again, for those of you who are tuning in live, uh, this is when we start to get into some serious hijinks, as you saw. But for those of you who are listening, as you would normally do, um, whether it is watching live or listening, let us know what you thought. I mean, is this something that you want to see more of from us at uh, Ready, Set, Poem, doing this live stream thing? I can't guarantee that we'll be able to do it each and every week, um, but uh, we'll do our best to try to provide you content. Again, we want to do things a little bit differently, and, and one of the things that uh, we do uh, is promote ourselves as the premium source for everything to do with the Vancouver Titans. It would make sense that we own the video space. But then you might also tell us, you know what, I'd much rather hear your voice rather than see your face, Chris, because you know what? Uh, people were right. You have a voice for radio. Now, how can you let us know? Well, first and foremost, those watching live are probably letting us know in chat right now. Oh, look, it went purple. That means someone followed us at some point. The uh, other ways that you can let us know is on social. You can find us at Ready Set Poem on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, pretty much every single social platform. Our website is readysetpoem.com. Now, as far as getting involved in episodes, one of the easiest ways to go about that is to either, one, drop us a text message or leave us a voicemail. Our phone number, that's right, our phone number, which for those of you who are watching for the very first time on Twitch, you don't, might, might not know what it is. It is area code 604-409-3324. That is country code one, area code 604-409-3324. Now, if Making a phone call or sending a text message is not comfortable. The other way to actually get in touch with us is to head to voicelink.fm slash readysetpoem. That is voicelink.fm slash readysetpoem. If you drop us a text message or if you happen to leave us a voice message, whether through voicemail or through voicelink, depending on the content, I'll try to work it into a future episode. And I have to say, depending on the content, because we try to keep ourselves a little bit family friendly here. Um, so depending on the language you might use, that makes it more difficult. And the other thing that uh, I ask for our listeners to do each and every week is to drop us a review. Tell us how we're doing. Um, one of the easiest ways to drop us a review is in whichever podcast app you happen to be listening to us in. Uh, they may have a review option. Give us some stars. Give us a rating. Uh, give us a qualitative comment or two. Tell us if you like, uh, you know, us or in a particular host. Um, or if you like the fact that uh, we've got a cat. <laughs> Sorry for those of you who are, are listening to this, but uh, Omni's uh, cat has made itself appearance. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna use him for uh, hero bands for yeah. uh, maybe an episode or two. But one of the coolest ways <laughs> that you can actually share a review and rating of our podcast is by going to podchaser.com slash ready set phone. Uh, head there. Uh, drop us where you can review particular episodes, you can review particular uh, the actual show, and the rule is, leave us a review, I read it verbatim, next episode, or at least an upcoming episode. It sort of depends on timing when it comes in and all that. Should we start doing podcast host bands? Podcast host, yeah, yeah, we do. Maybe that's something we'll have to do because enough people will give us reviews. Mm. <laughs> um, one final thing I will mention, and this sort of comes in uh, last minute, is our friends at the High Noon Podcast did a March Madness uh, bracket on Twitter. Uh, you had the Western uh, Conference versus the Eastern Conference, all the teams. Somehow, the Vancouver Titans got the 10th seed in, in the West. I still don't quite get that. Unbelievable. Um, you know... The force of nature, we Vancouver Titans fans, we rallied together and got the Vancouver Titans through to the final. We matched up against the Houston Outlaws, uh, which itself is a battle. For some reason or another, those Eastern Conference teams, uh, whether it's the teams themselves, whether it's their supporters groups or just the fans, they just rallied and voted. Um, today's battle was a slobber knocker, and it came down to like the final few minutes uh, before the Houston Outlaws did successfully beat the Vancouver Titans in this uh, high noon uh, podcast march madness bracket um though i won't claim high rigged. The, rigged the outlaws were offering um skins to like 30 people if they happened to win like the, <laughs> the team itself incentivized <laughs> their how desperate you it. gotta be to do that eh? I, well i'm gonna give you credit i wish the vancouver titans would have done that i mean i Hey, come yeah. on, just watch the games and you get the skins. Oh, wait, you can't. <laughs> I was just going to say I would really like some skins. I've been watching a lot of games. Way too many defiant matches for my liking. 
So any uh, final words of wisdom you wish to share with uh, all of our listeners and those who are viewing us uh, live right now? Sam? So uh, a couple of things. First of all, um, shout out to to our buddies at the Joystick Club, uh, uh, Taylor Jacobs. Uh, his, mm-hmm. his dad's pretty sick with COVID, so we just want to send our prayers out to him. Uh, hope the best for him and everybody in Seattle is staying safe as well. Uh, second thing, we did get a comment. Uh, Michael, our good friend Michael, says, damn, Chris, you lost a lot of weight. Um, so yeah, you're looking sexy on there. The first part is his second part is mine. Um, and just some, uh, some final thoughts for you guys. I know we're, we're now in what week two, week three of quarantine. So here's a tip for you. When you're feeling bored and you're feeling dead, you can always try to shave your head. Look what I just got today. Oh my. Nice. So for those of you who are listening, he just he held up a razor, like a electric razor. Dude, I had to fight for this razor, man. They're like well, sold out. Oh, man. Hair, like haircuts are going to be a thing. Like you can't go and get your hair done. So it's going to be a lot of people watching YouTube. Well, and look at my head. It's... I'll, <laughs> ship, I'll ship my razor to you afterwards. Like uh, I'm keeping my hair short and it's coming in nice and good right now. And for those watching on the stream, you can see there's there's a whole lot of gray that uh, you don't normally get to see anyhow i don't know a lot of titans followers started. are obsessed with the man bun though mm, I, uh, I, I don't have enough hair back here to do a man bun <laughs> you're playing too much comp now chris <laughs> uh omni what final words of wisdom do you want to share i am most definitely wearing pants right now <laughs> oh gosh i'm so worried please don't stand up <laughs> Oh man! As for me, uh, this has been fun. Uh, I know we 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 did it sort of last minute. Like I was like, "Hey guys, this is something you want to do." Uh, Omni's like, "Yeah, let's do it." Sam's like, "Okay, fine." And uh, I, I had fun. I mean, hopefully for those of you who are tuning in live, enjoyed it. Please let us know what you think. Do you want us to do more of it? Should we do it for special episodes? Um, you know, we'll see what we can do. For those of you listening, if you're like, "Oh my God, I really wish I could have tuned in." Well, there will be an opportunity at some point down the road, I can assure you. Uh, so, we'll, you know, please let us know your thoughts. Uh, if, again, you're looking to find us on social, we're at ReadySetPwn. Our website's ReadySetPwn.com. If you want to email us, it's feedback at ReadySetPwn.com. And as I had shared earlier, phone number 604-409-3324, voicelink.fm slash ReadySetPwn, and reviews and all that jazz, podchaser.com slash ReadySetPwn. So on behalf of myself, Chris, at Lightforce, Omni at Omni Strife, and Sam at another Sam Chan, I'm going to sign this episode off with those magical two words, catchphrase. Thank you.